Well, welcome back, friends. Happy to have you here on this September 11th. And we want to welcome to the program now our wonderful friend in his senior spirituality segment from the Diocese of Camden, Deacon Anthony Seo. Deacon, welcome back. Thank you so much. I'm glad to be back, uh, Jim and Cheryl. I hope you guys are doing very well. Yes, we can't complain about a thing. Well, I guess we could, but not really. <laughs> Nothing to complain about. Nah, we're, nah we're life is wonderful. <laughs> I agree 100%. Thanks for having me on today. I really do appreciate it, as always. And always we, a joy to have you. Yes, we appreciate Thank your you. words of wisdom and all is well in your world there in the Camden Diocese. You know what? It is. Um, our schools uh, have gone back into session uh, okay. this week, mm-hmm. and uh, the students are back in. Our bishop, who's just a great guy, Bishop Sullivan, has been visiting the schools and there's wow. pictures of him having his temperature taken along with the students as they come in. Uh-huh. So it's uh, it, it's it's good, you know. Things there's we know it's not normal, but we're starting to see at least a return to some semblance of normal or new yes. normal, yeah. and um, it's it's good to see. It really yes. is. Yeah, I feel like we're just on the verge of emerging out of the time warp and and getting back to life as we knew it. So I, I agree. You know, one, one of one of the nice things. <laughs> I say this all the time about being a senior is you get a chance to do things that, uh, it, you know, in, in a pace that's different, you're able to see things through different eyes. Mm-hmm. I had a great opportunity this week to, to share, if I can share this with you, to kind of see something through the eyes of my grandson. I, uh, I know that I've spoken about him before. His name is Eric, and he is uh, uh, he's five years old. Oh. So um, he started kindergarten, and we we accompanied him along with his parents on the first day of school, my wife and I. And it was just wonderful to see the children just so happy and together, and they're wearing their masks, and, and, and they're, they're doing fine. You know, they're handling things well. And it reminded me of something I hadn't thought about in a long time. Uh, there, there was a book that was written, it's, it's probably 25 years ago or so, maybe even more. It was called All I Really Need to Know I learned in kindergarten. Mm-hmm. Oh, do you remember that book? I do. That does sound familiar. Yes. And and what the author stresses in there is that you know, the, the the simple, profound things that you learn as a kindergartner are the things that really can become kind of the credo of your life. The the the, the, the way you look at things, you don't have to overcomplicate things. Mm-hmm. And there's a couple of things he says that I'll share. And I'll tell you about one in particular though. Um, the, the, the things you learn in kindergarten that, that are very important, you know, share everything, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Play fair. Don't hit people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put things back where you found them. Mm-hmm. Clean up your own mess. I like that one a lot yeah. because we, we find ourselves sometimes cleaning up other people's mm-hmm. messes. <laughs> okay. um, you know, don't take things that aren't yours. Yeah. Say you're sorry when you hurt someone. Wash your hands before you eat. You know, flush the toilet, <laughs> you know, and you know, it's it, it live a balanced life. Mm-hmm. You, know, you work every day a little bit. You play every day a little bit. You sing every day. You uh-huh. dance every day. You you just do the joyful things. Mm-hmm. And when when I you know when I when I had the chance to go to, to kindergarten to see my my grandson go to kindergarten, and I thought about those things, it really made me understand that many ways that's what God is telling us. He really is telling us that we just need to look at things in a very, very basic light. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a 
there's a simple formula and method to prevent things from, uh, you know, ruining our lives. Mm. Right. And and um, and, and there, there were there were three things in particular that he also said that I just want to share as well because I think they pull a lot of things together. He says, kindergarten teaches us that when we go out into the world, watch out for traffic, hold hands, and stick together. Beautiful three things that I think as seniors we can help to just remind other people of those basics. We do have to watch out for each other. Yes. We have to we have to make sure that we stop each other from running out into the traffic of life. Mm. Right? But those things that can sometimes just totally derail our lives. You know, we need to hold hands. We 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 know that. God is always holding out his hand to us. Um, St. Peter, um, when he lost sight and began to slip into the water, Jesus had his hand there for him. Um, There there are so many times, I love the the prodigal son, you know, the the prodigal son who sees, he comes back and his father sees him from a distance Mm -hmm. and reaches out his hand to him and brings him back and forgives him. Mm-hmm. So you know, we, we watch out for each other to avoid the traffic. We hold each other's hands that we keep each other safe. And, we, you know, we stick together and we look at the, the, the wonder and awe that's around us. And I think if we do those things and if we just remind ourselves that you know, it's pretty simple, we can get through a lot of the difficulties in life. As we get older, we start to worry about health issues and other things and um, we, we start to we start to care more and worry more just about things that wouldn't have worried us so much when we were younger. Right. So uh, if we if we keep in mind those lessons that we learned in kindergarten, um, I think it will really help us, and it'll help us to share those, uh, those 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 basic lessons of life with with other people. So that was my chance this week to look at the world through the eyes. Of a child, mm-hmm. yes. and it was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. It was absolutely yes. beautiful. That is, you know, I remember seeing Deacon. Uh, it was somewhere on online on Facebook, probably a little, a little, a short little film, and it showed. It said, I think the th- the caption was, "This is how God sees us." And there were adults walking on a, a main street in any given town, and as they passed the windows of stores, and they saw their reflection. They they saw children, so it's as if mm-hmm. God God yeah. sees us as as His children, innocent children, and and that's the way God. You know, we see ourselves as adults, but but as they pass by each window, they saw themselves, but as a child, as God sees oh. us. Oh, that's beautiful. And you know, just to keep things simple and not overcomplicate things, I think that's when we get ourselves in trouble. We we make a mountain out of a molehill. And uh, I, I love the commandments of the kindergarten class. I, I think it keeps us grounded and it keeps it simple. It, it's beautiful. And I, and I want some of that reflective glass because when I look in that reflection, the hair is gray, the glasses are <laughs> slipping. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, I, I, I've, I've said this to you folks before, your listeners, I know I've said this before. For people who know me, I'm, I'm five foot two, I'm bald. Um, <laughs> But yet, 
you know, when I look in a mirror, I realize I'm short and I have no hair. Yeah. But if I'm not looking in the mirror, I actually think I'm like six foot tall and I have a lot of hair. That's so, right. That's <laughs> right. I'm not, I'm not sure that I'm looking in the right glass. No, no, no you're giving, you're giving the, the beauty of radio is that uh, people create their own image of the voice. And uh, so you just kind of, you kind of gave it away. But uh, maybe they, they were. They heard that voice and they thought, well, there's a six foot four blonde uh, guy. <laughs> So. Ken doll. Uh, sorry, sorry to disappoint. Nah, no, no, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. And you know, I think too. You, you, we see things through the eyes of a child, and also with the heart of a child, because they can be so joyful about such simple things. Um, I, I was telling somebody the other day. You know, we've had so many months of this outdoor dining. And God has blessed us with some beautiful weather and heading into next week. Now that we're allowed to dine inside, I think people are still going to want to sit outside. I mean, the fresh air. And once uh, I did go to dinner and it was at a place that kind of overlooked the highway. I thought, uh, all right, no big deal. There were some beautiful plants and trees as well. But you could hear the cars going by. And I thought, here I am sitting outside eating next to the highway, but then the sun started going down and the palette of the sky, every three or four minutes you would look up and it would be a different shade and different, uh, you know, from oranges to gold to red to blue to purple. It was everything. And one time the waitress came out and there were three or four tables. Of course, we're all like eight feet apart. But uh, the waitress comes out and she goes, wait, everybody, just look. Are you looking at that? And I thought if we were inside, we never would have seen God's creation. So we it can. It is absolutely true. Yeah. So I think with the eyes of a child, they would be so excited that we're outside, look at the sky. Whereas, you know, maybe we would like complain, oh, it's, it might be a little humid or there's a fly. You know what I mean? So to be joyful. Absolutely. To be joyful. And, and, and I really do think that's a great message. And I, I really do think that, you know, again, I, I focus on seniors when I speak, but, but I really speak to everyone. If, if we can just keep ourselves so simple in the way we look at things um, and, and, and try to look at things through the eyes of a child, there is so much joy for us to see just around every corner. You know, to be able to see, as you just mentioned, that the the beauty of God's creation with mm -hmm. awe and wonder. Yeah. It's just so fulfilling. It's so heartwarming. It just brings smiles to our faces. Mm -hmm. um, I, just, I just love that. Mm -hmm. I really do. And these days especially, we do need that because of all that's happening in the world between the pandemic mm -hmm. and the, the social unrest and the mm -hmm. division that exists. And, and uh, we just really need to get back to the basics of who we are as children of God and brothers and sisters in the Lord. And we're, we're... I, I think you're right. Mm -hmm. I think you're right. You know, especially when we look, you know, to, to today, mm -hmm. September 11th, and mm -hmm. you know, we remember that just that that tragedy. Um, and God always has a way of being able to refocus us if if, if we keep our eyes on Him. Mm -hmm. If we look at this Sunday's readings, these Sunday's readings are all about forgiveness. Yes, and they're you know. And, and so many of us struggle with forgiveness. It's one of the things we struggle with so much. If, if when, when, when our listeners listen to the readings this weekend, you know, we, we have that reading where, where Peter asked our Lord, how many times must I forgive? And Jesus gives him, it's not a wishy-washy answer. He, he basically explains to him, you need, there's, there's no limit 
a number of times that we are to forgive. Mm-hmm. And there's a wonderful story um, that I've re- reread recently. Um, Todd Beamer, who was uh, on Flight 93 mm-hmm. uh, on 9/11, and he was he was he was the one who the the, the, the small group on the plane uh, flying over Pennsylvania, yes. um, you know, rushed the cockpit. They they knew that they were going to die, mm-hmm. and um, there, there's the call that he made during uh, during the flight uh, where he was talking to the operator, and the, the operator heard him and some other pastors playing praying the Our Father together. Mm-hmm. Todd Beamer's wife says that she knows in her heart that when he was saying, "Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive." those who trespassed against us, she knew in her heart that he was forgiving those terrorists who were going to cause his death and the death of other people. Mm. She, she, knows him, she knew him that well, his wife, that she truly believed that, that, that he was giving them forgiveness. Mm. I, you know, I, I listen to a story like that, and I think to myself, we struggle sometimes with forgiving minor things from people. Yes. And yet, there are some who have that great courage to forgive in, uh, in, in such larger instances. And, and sometimes I reflect on why is it that people have a hard time forgiving? And I think it's because sometimes we forget that when we forgive, it's not condoning the person's actions. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we can forgive without approving. It's not forgetting, because some wounds really are unforgettable. And it's, it's not that we're going to, to say to a person, I forgive you, um, doesn't mean we're pardoning them. It just means that we are not allowing ourselves to be overcome. We're not allowing those things to change our life. It's choosing to give up the hold that another person has over us. Mm-hmm. And I think that if we listen to the gospel this week, and if we listen to the first reading, which starts out with just a line, it's like just very haunting. The first line of Sirach this weekend is, wrath and anger are hateful things, but the sinner hugs them tight. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we also learn that we are held accountable for those things that we don't forgive when we don't forgive. So I I, I think that, you know, we look at a tragedy like anything else and we can learn from it. One of the things we hope when we look at this terrible tragedy of 9-11, we look at it and we try to some way let go of the wrath and anger and hateful thoughts that we might have, and recognize that God calls us to forgive. And when we say to our Father, and if we say, forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who trespass against us, it's kind of being duplicitous if we are not forgiving others. If we're asking for forgiveness, but we're not willing to forgive. Right. That's right. So we just have to look at those hard facts sometimes, you right. know. And, and, you know, just as you say, Peter was in the boat and Jesus was holding his hand out, yeah. just mm-hmm. as we try to release some of this anger and uh, and forgive people who maybe done us, you know, some sort of indiscretion. And again, it doesn't mean we approve of what they did. But at, at that point, if we can release that anger, release the grudge that we're holding and forgive them at that point jesus is holding out his hand and he's taking it i have it now don't let it ruin your life don't let it be a shadow forgive and then give it to me and then he'll work his 
whatever needs to be done with that person who maybe did some wrong. You know, it's it's in his court now. Mm-hmm. It's true. It's, it's just, we're we're putting we're putting the weight on his shoulders. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Uh, where you know the the the, the yoke. We're we're putting the weight weight on his yoke, and and that, and that's what our Lord wants from us. He wants us to be able to to have that weight lifted off of us. He's mm-hmm. there to reach out to lift that off. And, and it's hard to to remember that sometimes because anger and resentment can just be so consuming. But you're right. His his hand is out there, and this is we talk about with children with kindergarten. Hold each other's hands. Right. Okay? Right. That's right. what we need to do. To hold each other's hands. We need to watch out for each other. We need to to make sure we stick together. And sometimes that means just. Uh, give, giving that weight over to Jesus so that we can actually be more childlike again in the way we look at the wonder and awe in the world. Mm-hmm. Amen. 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 Well, Deacon, thank you as always for being a part of our program and uh, beautiful words today to remember, as we, especially as we enter into this weekend and reflect on the Sunday readings. So, so thank, thank you for that, and uh, we'll look forward to talking with you again next month. It is always my pleasure. I thank you again so much for having me. God bless you and the listeners, and uh, can't wait to be with you again. Wonderful. Thank Thank you you so much. God bless you. And friends, you stay where you are. We'll be back with more Don't Go Away.